This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Hi guys, welcome to the show. You know, we are, it feels like a show now today, it doesn't it? It feels real. We're in Los Angeles. We are in Los Angeles. I Touch feel like down. I could yell in this studio because it's so soundproof, it's so official. I know, I feel calm in here. You know what needs to be lit? The candle. The candle. There's the a candle, candle in here and everything. Mm. Wow. Is that sage? obviously fake it's a fake plant <laughs> anyways we're in LA and we're at the Spotify studios today they've kindly let us come in to record mercy 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 and I'm I'm really so excited today we're going to take advantage of the studios take advantage of the free soft drinks yep. we've got a diet coke yep. you know we love us fucking diet coke oh and like guys they have mozzarella cheese sticks in the fridge and I love a cheese stick Disgusting. I love it I was so shocked they had it since when does someone have a mozzarella <laughs> <laughs> Mozzarella. No, mozzarella you need to go cheese. get your gut health checked. It's not normal how no, much you burp. It is normal when you drink soft drink. It's carbonated. But you, you burp even without the soft drink. I burp when I'm hungry. Leave no, no, no. Me. I've heard more. No, I only burp when I'm hungry and when I've had soft drink. Think about it. Tell me when else. Tell me. Mm. Why don't you journal it down, doll? <laughs> Ashton's burping schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, no, well, yeah, we've got a little Diet Coke in hand. Ashton's had her cheese stick, you know. <laughs> <laughs> my oatmeal <laughs> yeah anyway, we just went and had lunch before and I was so hungry and I hadn't had breakfast yet and sometimes if I haven't had breakfast I can't really have a lunch thing without a breakfast thing you know a handful of blueberries breakfast done I can move on to the lunch menu but I couldn't move on to the lunch menu today without something breakfasty so I ordered oatmeal at what time is it at 2 p.m <laughs> I can eat oatmeal for dinner I can eat it whenever that's what I mean breakfast for dinner Tastes even better. Shall we get into the actual theme of the app? Well, yeah. I mean, we're just yappy, yappy, yapping. What's new? We've, we've. I feel like I haven't spoken to you guys in a while. I know it's been. Well, it's not been that long. We just had Maddie on last. Oh yeah, that was great, last week. Great episode. We hope you guys enjoyed that. We, we love her. We loved that one. But um, I guess little life update. So we flew to LA. When was it? Probably a, a week ago now. Yeah, it was a week ago. Yeah, we've been here for a week and feels like a month. It feels like we've been in LA for a long time. It's crazy. And it's been a really different type of trip for us. Yeah. Like, so we came here with a brand for the first few days, which was really fun, really chilled, lots of socializing. And I feel like we've, we've been, it, it, we've been taking turns of feeling a little bit oh. for nay. No. Okay. Let's just preface. We both were due for our period mm-hmm. coming here. So like, obviously if you're a girl, you understand that. At least a week leading up to your period, you're going through it. You got the tender breasts. You got the, <laughs> you got the mood swings. You got the the fatigue. You've got the irritability. You know, you got it all, and we had it all, dolls. And I was chilling. I was chilling for no, the for titties. the titties. 
yeah, now I'm in it and I'm in it now. Well, I just got my peer literally today. <laughs> just like an hour ago. Literally, yeah. Well, well, this is so fucking TMI. Whoa, we've all gotten really close, haven't we? But Ash was feeling all sorts and then, you know, I was picking up on the vibes and we're both just, I've got the worst jet lag I've ever had. Like, not that I've ever had, but I got hit really badly with jet lag and just like feeling a little bit out of it. I feel like I've been fighting off sickness. And yeah. so this trip has been quite different for us this round it's kind of forced us to well we feel like we're out of control of our tiredness and fatigueness so it's almost like that's kind of taken over and controlling our day-to-day life yeah but we're gonna delve into why we're talking about this but first we're gonna give you guys our mantra of of the week. week listen to the silence it's telling the truth i think that this is fitting for us because we are extremely chaotic people, hence why we've done the podcast and called it Common Chaos, but we're learning more to listen to ourselves, listen to our bodies. And I think when it comes down to it and we will actually sit in a bit of silence and we just listen to ourselves and we can like actually hear what we deeply need or deeply want to do. And I feel like this trip for us has been, as I keep saying, it's been really different for us because normally we would be like out socializing every night, saying Chasing yes. Chasing the highs. Yeah, saying yes to most opportunities that come our way, and which is great. And I love that we've got that in our personality. We really get the most out of life and we try and t- take it by the balls mm. often. But we've really been saying no a and lot more on this trip. It feels like we've been forced to slow down. Mm. And I think that comes down to just aligning ourselves with our goals like right now for me partying doesn't feel appealing because it's it that's not what I'm about right now I'm trying to like put my head down hustle get routine focus on my goals even though we travel we are trying to find the routine Mm, in our life still so I think being able to just slow down we talk about it all the time slowing down connecting with yourselves and letting your intuitive thoughts come up or anything that the white noise or background Uh, sorry, outside noise could be interfering with and it can just kind of help you, yeah, connect to yourself really. Mm. And I feel like I don't, well, I mean, probably people from the outside are going, well, yes, sweethearts, it makes sense that you're a bit burnt out yeah, because you don't stop. But we're addicted to dopamine. Yeah. And I think a lot of, I don't know if it's a lot of people or if it's just us or like, I think it's a normal thing to want to feel good. A lot of the time, but the issue with what we're doing and what we have done for so long is that we are like bypassing the signs of our body saying, can we please slow down? Because we're addicted to the highs that we're getting and forgetting that you can also get those little highs in day-to-day life and Mm. routine. And it's almost like we're scared of just normality and mundane stuff, but then we crave it so deeply Mm. every day here. We've been like, oh, Miss London, Mm. can't wait to go home. And it's like, it's not that we're not enjoying ourselves here. I think it's just... We're in a different season of life right now. Yeah. And it's like, isn't it? It's almost like grass is greener. Like when you're at home, you feel bored and you're like, I want to go and explore and do other things. Then when you're doing other things, Mm. you're like, oh, I actually kind of miss that stability that Mm. I have. And I feel like Ash and I both having like, like, I can't even explain really how different this trip is, especially like you can chill a bit more than me sometimes. Like you'll be like, not as that you can accept a chilled night. I can, I can, yeah. I, I feel like I can lay in my bed and watch movies or a show. Like you get a bit like antsy. I'm antsy and I'm also so ridiculously social to the mm. point where it's like, what are you running from? What yeah. are you distracting yourself from? Well, that's what I was going to say before. I feel like dopamine <clears throat> addiction comes from a few different things. 
I feel like it can be like a form of like escapism. Mm -hmm. Like you're running away from sitting alone, like, which is a lot of people, Mm -hmm. they don't want to sit alone with their own thoughts. That's fine. Another thing is people who've grown up in chaotic environments, Mm. then without knowing they seek chaos Mm -hmm. in life because that feels normal to Mm. them. And for both of us, I feel like a bit of our family life and growing up, like there was a lot of chaos. So like it's natural to us. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like when we're not in it, we're like, oh, what's wrong? Like, it's like kind of like something's missing in our life. And what I feel, because for me, my issues is anytime I travel, I am like ridiculously social. Like, especially because I'm single. Normally Mm. I'd be like, I need to go out. I need to mingle. I need to go have fun. Like, and you want to make the most of your holiday. That's the thing. I have this guilt about me. That's like, you're not making the most of this opportunity, Mm. Cardia. And I beat myself up so much. Like, and like missing out on networking, uh missing out on good memories. Like you just might meet the love of my life. Yeah. My brain goes, you might meet the love of your life, Cardia. And it's like, no, you're going to meet him regardless if you go out to that club or yeah. out to a dinner or out to the party. Like you're always meant to, you're, what's the saying? You're always on time for your own life. Yes, you're always on time for your own life and you'll always be placed in the positions where you need to be. And I think this trip has really been a lot about trusting that and trusting my body, sitting in the silence, like saying no and realizing that feeling this way is completely normal and I feel like a grown-up. We keep saying, oh, the grandmas are here, blah, blah, blah. blah. But I actually just feel like a fucking grown-up finally being like, you don't need to be everywhere at once at all moments. And you do have bigger goals to achieve right now. And it's okay to feel like you're not always there. And I guess the only reason maybe why I'm fine with this is because from a young age, I feel like I put myself out there a lot and done it. Cause I think a lot of people would then have the other extreme where it's like, Oh, I don't put myself out there enough. Yeah. Yeah. I think as well, the last two years since COVID, like we have traveled, we've been traveling, we've mm. been out here saying yes to every trip, every opportunity we can to go and experience something new and meet new people. And I think we're kind of at the point, we're at our threshold where we're like, okay, we've kind of done that for now. And that doesn't mean we're not going to ever do it again. Mm. That's in our bloody blood. It is in our, in bloody, our bloody blood. blood. <laughs> it's in our bloody blood. But I think it's about it's about alignment. Mm. It's about what our goals are. And I think we're actually finally mm. in alignment with our goals because you and I have always struggled to, we go, okay, yeah, we'll slow down, we'll stop socializing, we'll stop mm. this. And we can't help but do it. Mm. But for once, we can't help but not, not. go and socialize. Like we're actually proper burnt out. I, the weird thing is though, I'm not burnt out. I'm actually not burnt out. I don't feel my like. Well, I don't feel drawn to being social. Yeah. It's just that I'm not drawn to it. Like I know the feeling of burnout. Like it's like pure exhaust. And it's probably not that I'm not burnt out, but it's more that like, I'm actually just for once acknowledging and honoring my body Mm. being like, no. And the biggest thing that's come up for both of us is like complete distaste in alcohol. We don't want it. I'm not, I don't, like, I don't crave. One glass of wine? Sure. And not even that for me. I literally don't care. Mm. Like, even at lunch the other day, like, there was, like, rosé and, like, blah, blah. And, like, you kind of realize how much you just kind of drink for the sake of it. Mm. And for me, I started getting the most hectic hangovers that really put me mm. off. And, like, the anxiety the next day, the my body just wasn't feeling very good. I'm, like, sensitive as fuck. Like, <laughs> I think we've gathered this with my body. She's a sensitive girl and I'm like sick of complaining. I'm sick of feeling not great. So I'm like, avoid doing the thing that's doing that. Yeah. And I hate missing life. I hate missing days. And when you're hungover, you miss 
you miss days, you eat like shit, it throws you off. Yeah. So I was just like, I actually have no ambition of drinking and I have no ambition of feeling drunk. And maybe it's because I've stopped running as well. Mm. Like I'm dealing with things head on yeah. a little bit more now as well. And so I also think for anyone listening, if you're going through something emotionally or you're feeling burnt out, I pr- promise you like the escapism through alcohol or drugs or partying, it's maybe for a brief moment, if you need a little bit of fun and, and more dopamine in your life, then yeah, sure. It's great in, in, in small doses, but all in all, it's not going to help you help you feel better. Like alcohol is a depressant. Mm-hmm, yeah. It's not going to help. Except tequila. Yes, but it still, I'm sure, has levels of not good, not greatness for you. It probably explains why, because I've stopped drinking tequila because I've become an Aperol girly Mm. from this summer. Mm. And my hangovers have been not great. But also, there's lots of sugar in Aperol and stuff. I know, but like it's it's, it's wine, like it's sparkling wine. So that explains why, because I'm having like five bloody uppies in a night and then I'll get tequila shots. I know. But like when I used to just drink margaritas, like straight tequila, I wouldn't hardly wake up hungover. With fromags? Yeah. But there's so much sugar in them as well. No, I. it's only agave. Mm. It's only 30. It's only a little shot of agave. I feel like margs are so sweet. Tommy's marg doll. It's got oh. no contro in it. Yeah, true. Well, I don't know. It's just I, lime, tequila and agave. For me, any alcohol. I mean, if I was just doing straight tequila shots, I'd probably be fine, but... It's just even the feeling of feeling drunk. I don't like it I anymore. I don't like it anymore either. I feel like I'm really dis... It makes me feel like I'm so disconnected from myself. I wake up the next day and I'm like, what did I say? What did I do? Like, why was I thinking those things? Like, I remember, like, mm. thinking certain thoughts that night or day that I was drinking. And I'm like, why did I do that? Or, yeah, well, the other morning, yeah. Ash woke up. Yeah, I woke up the other morning and I, I instantly was, like, anxiety. Like, I felt like someone was, like, standing on my chest. I was acting... Irritable. I was acting just stubborn. Like I didn't want to hear anything. I just, I was basically like a really shit version of myself. Emotionally, I couldn't, anything was over. I felt very overwhelmed by Mm. anything. And obviously there was a couple of things that happened that morning, but I just, everything felt like the world was crumbling in on me and everything was happening to me. And like, Mm. I just didn't feel like I could handle anything Mm. and I didn't want to do anything that I felt shit about myself. And like, I only had four rosés, but like it got me Mm. because I haven't really been drinking. Mm. I mean, even for me, it's so funny because we know alcohol is bad for us and we know like partying's bad and like drugs are bad, all of that stuff. But like, even for me in moments where I've not been feeling my best, people are like, well, you should probably, like, chill on the partying. Not that I'm – honestly, I love that I come across, like, a raging party animal. Ca- party cardi. Party cardi. I'm more of a raging social – socialite, yeah. I would say, rather than, like, You're not, consuming... like, some, like, crazy party animal who's sloppy all the time. Like, I'm, I've never I, seen you sloppy I'm nev- once. Never sloppy. I don't actually drink that much. I'm not <laughs> – not on a bunch of substances. Yeah. I'm actually quite a grandma when it comes to consuming things. My body just like, I don't need that much. I just love socializing. But it's so funny that people will be like, you should just not drink for a bit or you should just like not do this or that or like, you know. And I'll be like, no, but I love it. I love it. Like I love going out, like blah, blah, blah. And it's actually crazy that it really does help when you stop. Yeah. Because you just feel so much more clear-minded and like, it's you don't ever want to hear that advice though. No. It's, you don't want to hear it from people because you're like, I'm enjoying what I'm doing, but we're just here to say 
just here to say it does help There's when like, you cut like it a, out. It's like a purging period. I feel like when you stop it, it's like you get the withdrawal stages mm. where you're like, oh, I hate this. Like you're adjusting, right? Mm. So you're like, I feel like what's there to do? Like you kind of have to rewire your brain around like having fun mm. because then you've now got to be like, okay, well, maybe I'll go to the park and do a picnic or maybe I'll go to the movies or just go to dinner with a friend. Like you've got to actually find the fun in other things now mm-hmm. because but before you drank, before you were, let's say, 18, because that's the legal age, what things were fun? <laughs> what things did you find fun? Like you actually have to, like, look a little deeper into, like, what brings you happiness. Because my, my ex-boyfriend, I remember him, we had a bit of an argument because I'm like, you never want to do anything but go oh drink God. with me. Yeah, this is funny. And I said, what else do you like to do? Let's call him, we all know his names, but I just don't want to say it. Let's call him Perry. <laughs> Wait, why? I don't know. Perry. Okay. Perry. Um, no, start the story again. Yeah. So Perry, your ex-boyfriend. Perry, my ex-boyfriend. Imagine. I said to him, what brings you happiness? There's n- he goes, you never want to do what I want to do and what makes me happy. I said, all you like to do is drink. All you want to do is get drunk together. He goes, yeah. I said, well, I don't want to drink all the time. Like, what else makes you happy? Nothing. Just that. I was like, that's really sad. Perry, we're going to have a big chat. Yeah. Perry needs some help. Perry needed help. So eventually, you know, after we broke up, he found things like hiking, surfing, like all of these things. <laughs> I was Maybe like, you drove him so mad, Dolph. <laughs> he had to drink to bed. Oh, no. The way that the, when we first started dating, he was in a much worse off state compared to when the end. You saved him. I saved him. Yeah. yeah. You should be the one that's needing the drinks, yeah. not him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anyways. I, there's a lot of people out there though, that the, the drinking culture is so big and it's in London mm. and it's in Australia. I mean, I do love it. This is the hard I know, part. Same. And I love when I'm on my second appy and I'm get, you get a high from it. You feel like the world is amazing. But I think something I learned even when I had two months off alcohol, when I was doing my candida diet was that you can still go out and be social without mm-hmm. the drinking. It's definitely, okay, I'm just going to say, if you're in a relationship or you have someone, it's actually, it's a lot easier to do the no drinking because you've got that serotonin, cuddles and kissing and fun things. You can go on dates and it's sexy, sexy. (laughs) When you're single, a lot of drinking for me comes from like just being out and about and like, well, actually it's it's a lie because I also, if I'm with someone, I love going out with them and having dinner and cocktails Mm. and being goofy, but it's easier. right now. Yeah. Yeah. I get it if you're newly single because lots of people do say like well, how do I go out and mingle with guys and stuff when I'm sober it's scary and blah blah sometimes you just have to pick what era you're in mm. and like for me when I was doing that sober period I was literally newly single yeah I still went on dates sober I just pushed myself to try new things you did mm-hmm. remember you did and you were so scared I was so nervous but like, then you came home and you were like I liked that so much more I had like one of the best dates ever when yeah. I was just sober like nearly after my breakup and stuff and it was so good I think you'll surprise yourself a lot of what you can do and how much fun you can have sober well you're not gonna walk away going oh damn did I make a bit of a fool of myself because I got a bit too tipsy or like I don't know, when you're sober, you're just so authentically yourself. Yeah, and it doesn't mean the other person can't drink or whatever, but you then can make kind of like wiser decisions as well, I guess, and then, you know. And it's, you can gauge more if that's like someone that you want to pursue mm-hmm. something with as well because when you're drunk, you lose a little bit of sense of, you know, well, common sense. Yeah. 
<laughs> Even the guy that I went on a date with, we we went on like another, I think maybe three dates and mm-hmm. I was sober for all of them or two dates. No, three. Yeah. I was sober for all of them. We were doing really wholesome activities. Like we went cooking, we cooked, we yeah. went for like a walk in the park and we had the best time and it was so nice. And he even was like, this is, it's so nice. We're just getting to know each other properly mm. and like, it's not rushed and it's really chilled and stuff. But I don't even know how we got into this topic of drinking and stuff, but yeah. I think f- for us in our twenties, it's, it's so easy. Uh, <laughs> I'm 30. Oh. Don't you find me to say us in our twenties anymore. Oh. No, I know it's sad. It's Whoa. actually like, I, I need a funeral for my twenties. Well, me and the other gals and boys and people in their twenties. Well, can we just not combine it? For us humans, it can be anyone at any age, though. To be honest, pops, boy pops. Just when you're younger, you do feel like I want to. You want to go out and just have fun and live. And I'm all here for that. I'm such a yes girl. Encourage that. But for anyone feeling burnt out by maybe just the socializing culture and 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 the drinking culture, like you, you have to listen to your body. And like I have gone years with not listening to my body properly. Yeah. And I guess we can now come into the. It will force you into listening to it in other ways but I know what you were gonna say oh I thought I was like she did not pick up (laughs) on what I was meaning no I would just meant like if you don't listen to your body then it will make you listen to it like you will get sick or you anxiety yeah yeah illnesses will come up diseases will come up Mm -hmm. I say that that way because I feel like dis-ease in the body is dis-ease disease yeah, but it's dis-ease. Yeah, it's like, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, something yeah. doesn't feel right. I feel yeah, dis- something's not right. Disconnected from myself. Yeah. Or I'm I'm irritable. Yeah. I'm moody. Yeah, you might for girls your period symptoms might be more intense. Like yeah. that's what I notice. I'm like, oh, I'm PMSing. Yeah, hormone problems, mental health issues. Which so leads us. Yeah. So I've recently discovered something really big for me, which makes so much sense. And so I've been feeling all of these things, like really. Um, Anxious, yeah. Firstly, which we know I've suffered for with for fucking years. Overwhelmed. Overwhelm. Just brain zoomies, brain crashes. Like I can't think straight. I can't achieve what I want to achieve. I just often feel like a bit of a spiraling mess, and I could never figure out why because I have all of the things in place. Like I meditate, I journal, Mm. I work out, Mm. I eat really clean most of the time. I drink lots of water. I am very in touch with my like planned person too like you sit down you kind of you can see what you need to do Mm -hmm. and yeah I'm not I'm not lazy that's the thing no you're not and I am so motivated with work and what I want to achieve but for some reason I was just struggling so much to overcome my mind to achieve Mm. the things I wanted to do and I constantly felt so up and down in my moods and I, I honestly just got to a point where I was like I can't do this anymore I don't know what's wrong with me so I went back to basics again, what I did a few years ago when I felt like this and got all my blood tests done. They always come back that I'm fine. Mm. And every time I'm like, fuck. Yeah. For years you've been trying fuck? to figure out what's wrong. Yeah. And I'm like, I just started feeling so upset. I remember just calling my mom crying, being like, what is wrong with me? Mm. Like, I'm sick of being the one person in the friendship group who always complaining, being like, oh, this is going on for me or like this and like never feeling like I could relate to anyone. Cause I'm like, does anyone else get like this? Or is it just me? Like I'm literally losing my mind. Mm. So I met up with a friend one morning for breakfast, which was uh, for like much, I don't know, it was so random. I haven't seen her in ages from Oz. And she was like, I just felt the need to reach out to you. Like, are you okay? And I was like, no, honestly, I'm like not. I feel so not myself and I'm just exhausted with this. It comes in these crazy waves. And she was like, I was just telling her like my symptoms and all that. And she was like, babe, I think you have ADHD. Because you remind me of myself one year ago before I like got medicated. And I was like, I for years have thought I had ADHD, but you hear people throw around so much like yeah. I'm ADHD or like I'm ADD, like, yeah. ah, like it's like funny little oop, 
thing and I I never wanted to say I had ADHD to take it away from people that actually did mm. but I also didn't know how to go about like actually exploring it because I thought it was something that people we, that were young got diagnosed with so I just never thought about that for yeah. myself so she ended up putting me in touch with um someone that does diagnosis diagnoses diagnosis yeah yeah for it <laughs> diagnoses I don't know and um who she went to and like she she had pretty much told me like going on medication changed her life and saved her essentially because ADHD and anxiety are so linked ADHD and depression mm-hmm. ADHD and lots of other issues are so linked and so I had my chat with this woman and she was like well Yes, you are like all the results came back in. Ashton had to fill out a form about me. My mum had to fill out a form about me. I had to fill out a form about me. And she was like, You've a hundred percent like struggled with this since you were a child and you've got you've got combination. Combination. Mm-hmm. So that's just great as well. Um so it's like a bit of there's I think three different two different types of anxiety. A D D and ADHD. No, there's like um one where it's like you're like proactive revy and then there's one where you're like Paralyzed. Paralyzed, can't do anything. And people just think you're really lazy. That's me. <laughs> no, I know that one is me. I really, anyway, it's not about yeah, me right now. No, but yeah, you should do the, you should do the test if you think. I know. I'm just scared to go on medication. I don't, this is the thing with what I'm now researching and learning a lot about ADHD. There's so many, it's a spectrum. Yeah. Just like anything with mental health, everyone's brain is so different. It's a spectrum and like. Teachers always told me I had it. Yeah, school. but. A lot of the time, there's also lots of superpowers behind having mm. ADHD. Like, I love it in my personality. The, the, I think the ADHD in me is the things I love about myself yeah, the most. Yeah. Like, I'm whack. Fucking yeah. whack. <laughs> yeah. And no, you're hilarious when you'll be, like, bawling your eyes out crying about something. And then two, not even, like, a once. it's, like, two seconds or one second. She'll be like, anyway, like, blah, 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 blah. And Talking just, about like, something different. And then she'll go back into crying. And I'm like, you <laughs> I did think I had bipolar for a while, but I'm I, like, I don't No, I'm the least moody. I'm not the least moody person, but I'm not very moody. My You're moods not, are like quite yeah. consistent. Yeah. 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 Or I'll tell you what's up. Yeah. 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 I, I don't think you have bipolar. No, no, no. I don't. I just no, got no. I, I ding-a-ling. Yeah. I, ding-a-ling. I, di- I dingers. Um, I dingers. But anyways, so there's a, there's a spectrum of it. And the thing is why, uh, you don't need to be medicated for it. Yeah. Like, yeah it's yeah. something that you can manage and my brother said this to me because he has ADHD and he said I've just learned Sorry, how to every time I'm nodding my chair yeah <laughs> wobble wobble <laughs> my brother has ADHD as well and he said well yeah Cardi you obviously have it and he said this to me ages ago and I was like oh but he has a really good like he's he's formed things around it to mm-hmm. help him be more organized Use scheduling tools. and tools I think my brain has just gotten to it such Threshold. a point because it's all about your dopamine levels. Mm-hmm. So I'm chasing these crazy highs. And often they say once you get to them, it's never as good as what you think it's going to be because yeah. you've worked it up so much in your head. Yeah. And that's if that's not me, do it. No, that's you, doll. That's you. So anyways, I've gone down this path and I've I've gotten my diagnosis, which I actually think has helped me be able to say no now because yeah. I know it's not me chasing things. It's my brain yeah. tricking me. Yep. So I feel You've like... You've been able to separate your brain and your ADHD because it is two separate things. Yeah. You, you are not your ADHD. Yeah. It's yeah. just a part of you. And if you can separate it and identify uh-huh. when it's showing up, then you can manage it better. Yeah. And it's it has helped profoundly. I can't even explain. Since I've had my diagnosis, my anxiety yeah. has calmed itself. Like, well, you can make sense of all of this now. Like, you have an answer. Like, people, when they know there's something wrong, they want to know why. Even mm. if there's not an immediate fix, you now have peace and knowing, okay, 
there is something wrong with me because I'm sick of being told there's nothing wrong with you. There's yeah. nothing wrong with you. And it's like, and it's, yeah. and I have been going on a crazy exploration chase of like, is it still from my concussion from yeah. years ago? Which obviously spurred on a lot of bad things. And this because also traumatic incidents can yeah. make your ADHD worse and all that. And you've gone through, yeah. Yeah. A few lots of different years. Yeah. And I think for me, it's helped me also just like, being able to relate to people for Mm. the first time in a long time like when I feel alone oh my god when I posted my YouTube video and all the comments of people just like this is what I did and I went on medication it helped me with this and it's okay to feel a bit confused about medication as well because I've never Mm. I've been such a stickler even when I had like panic disorder anxiety when Mm. I was younger or like depression and stuff I've really been for myself anti-medication just because I wanted to heal it naturally there's nothing wrong with medication mm-hmm. that can obviously change people's lives and I'm going to be you know testing that, that out soon too because I'm intrigued if it can help me and you know there was just people I love hearing people's um advice on it or their own personal experiences and that's also why we have the podcast just to talk about personal experiences yeah. like for me though for the first time in years I was like wow like I feel so like I relate with people and like I'm not fucking losing my mind mm-hmm. like so it's been really nice and like researching it, understanding like, oh my God, that little habit that I do. Wow. That's because of that. Yeah. Like it's <laughs> other people do that too. It would be, there's so many people that go to undiagnosed. You said females, especially because the rate of about um, our emotional. Yeah. Thing? Well, I, from what I read something, I also don't quote me on any of this. Yeah, we're I'm, not doctors by the way. No. Guys, so anything we're speaking about is very just much on like personal experience or lots you of know. Googles, lots of TikTok teachings. But, um, reliable source, of course, reliable source. Um, but a lot of females go undiagnosed and without help on the ADHD because people just think they're being, you know, emotional females Mm. when ADHD really plays an impact on your, on, on your emotions, Mm. on everything you can get, uh, people with ADHD are more prone to PMDD, which is like post when, post having your period, like your PMS symptoms go fucking wild. It's just crazy. So I actually, I would say like, if, if you're feeling, you know, any type of way, I think there's nothing wrong. And like, I would preach this for so long, like there's nothing wrong with getting help. I fully went, went down that route. Like, remember I went to the doctor, finally told the doctor about my anxiety and was like, can I please have some help with this? Like, you know, I tried out beta blockers with my anxiety and then got a Valium prescription for when like, you know, my panic attacks get really bad. And have I had to use them once? No. Because it's just the reassurance of knowing I've got support if I need it. And I yeah. think for once it's like I'm not feeling ashamed of doing that. Yeah, yeah. So, but I would love to have like, and we will look into it getting on like a psychologist or psychiatrist or, or there is a girl that Gabby put me in touch with who wrote a book on ADHD. Really? And I would love to have her on the pod. I'm going to look into this just for yeah, other people that deal with it and for myself to learn more. Yeah. You can learn, Lucy, if maybe you've got a little a dingling as well. I definitely I definitely am on the spectrum. I feel like yeah. a mouse on a wheel and I've got a hundred tabs open at once. Yeah. I can't complete tasks. I tick a lot of the boxes. Yeah. But I just don't have the anxiety that comes with it. Yeah. And a few other things. Yeah. But I definitely know. I just haven't bothered to do anything about it because it hasn't impact I mean, it yeah. has impacted my life in a way, but like not enough to the point where it's like debilitating yeah. or like it's affecting the quality of my yeah, life. Yeah, for sure. And that's the thing. And like uh, ADHD, like it has, it has its superpowers. Like we, you know, you get some, you can get a lot done, 
and you're very creative. It's polarizing. Yeah. It can either stop productivity, uh-huh. which is what it does for me. Yeah. But I have my moments where I just want to clean. I can't. Okay. If I want to start cleaning something, this is why I'm really bad at cleaning my room, right? Mm. Because I'm like, once I get going, I want to do everything. Well, it's called hyperfocus. Oh. It's a thing. Oh. Never seen you in it, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have. Because you've gone, well, Lou, you've just fucking turned the room. Like, I've gone from No, you do it when you're on your laptop. Sometimes when you actually, when your brain finally clicks yeah. into it, you will sit there for so yeah. long and you'll get a whole thing And finished. I don't want to be interrupted. And mm. it's weird. Yeah, it's, it's strange. It's, yeah, it's ADHD, and isn't it's why it? I procrastinate getting into it because I'm like, oh, I'm gonna be here for a while. If yeah, I do. it's just it's finding that I don't have that balance. I don't have that normal. Okay, sit down for a little bit, do some work. Mm. No, I can't. The only thing that I have fears about with going on medication for ADHD, I think the normal fears is like, well, one, I already suffer really bad anxiety, and essentially, like ADHD medication is a stimulant. Well, oh, one of the types, is, at least yeah. I know, is a stimulant. So. I know you can get anxiety from that, but maybe it will help. But then the other side is they say it helps with anxiety. So that that I'm a bit nervous of and like obviously side effects of medication. I would just be scared to, that my personality would be numbed down. But I mean, this is what I'm about to explore and like I will openly keep you guys very in the loop with it because I know so many people suffer with ADHD and like I'm not ashamed of it. I think it's, you know, obviously I would prefer not to have it, mm. but I'm going to celebrate I think with anything in life that you feel like comes up as a negative, negative, it, you can always turn it in a positive way. And I'm grateful for the things that it makes my brain unique. You're creative. I'm crazy. Yeah. And I love that about myself. Exactly. One minute you're bloody crying and two <laughs> minutes later you're... On top of the world. Exactly. So live, love, love. Live, love, 80... Ding, 80 what do you call it? 80 dingers? 80... Hey, a dinglings. Hope that's not offensive to anyone. That's just what I've called her. <laughs> Cardi with the a dinglings. Oh, you know, you just you're just trying to make the make light out of exactly dark. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was just gonna end it on. Is there any, you know, m- mindfulness practices that we can recommend to people who could be when they're feeling overwhelmed? For mm-hmm. example, this morning mm. you got a bit overwhelmed. I think it helps to confide in someone mm. or just like I feel like self self havening have you heard of that havening so I do it to you without you realizing yeah oh no I notice it and it helps so I grab Cardi whenever she's feeling overwhelmed or anxious I rub her chest or her back like yeah. I really oh, just oh no you're so cute when you do that she just immediately starts doing it it works yeah because I watched um Justin Bieber documentary and he's self haven so he'll like he does things to stimulate feeling like in mm. like you know when you're a baby right mm. and when you're having like a bit of a cry like you're kind of like you want your dummy or your yeah, blanket yeah. it's like that it's kind of like when when someone rubs you on the back it's like calming yeah so if you just like when I'm nervous I'll start like I don't know if you've ever seen yeah, like, rub my fingers yeah. or I'll be like like I just start really trying to like sh- mm. get get the feeling. You're also connecting with yourself. If you just give yourself a little touch, like yeah. I'm here, I'm here. Touch I used to healing. I used to rub my leg. Like yeah. I'd be like, yeah, I got you. Yeah, but I think if you can see someone in a bit of a panic, like rub their back, yeah. rub their chest, yeah. like just do something just so they know you're there. Maybe if you're not a male, don't rub a female's chest. <laughs> <laughs> don't go touching the titties. But what 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 do you do to help calm yourself down? Say if I wasn't there, you probably well, call me. If you weren't there, yes, I'd be calling mm-hmm. or my mother, which is not always the best. Like you don't always have to do that. For me, look honestly, for me, the only thing that normally settles me is crying. Yeah, okay. It's really weird. Like 
if you have that capacity to, or if you're in a place you feel safe to, I encourage this more than anything. Like, did you see me this morning? I literally outburst into tears for about less than a minute. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the tears are falling. I'm still talking to Lou. I'm still doing a makeup. Still doing my makeup as the tears are falling. But the minute I cried, it releases so much mm. energy that you're pent, like that you're holding Emotion. in emotion you're holding and you just need to let it out yeah. I can cry so fast and snap back to being good literally mm. in, a, in a second I've trained myself to do that if you can feel comfortable to do that around someone to just tell them how you feel it really helps I at any moment I feel anxious or a little bit uneasy I just tell someone mm-hmm. quickly yep. doesn't have they don't have to really do much but letting someone know how I'm feeling makes me feel safer in case I like combust Spiral. yeah or, I feel like otherwise if you don't tell anyone then you can make things out to be worse in your head uh-huh. and next minute you're like running on that narrative like we've spoken before and yeah you're reacting on the narrative that's not even real yeah half the time another one is just me- if you have a second to meditate obviously breathe ground stand on some grass even this morning I thought like my brain was spinning so fast because I knew we had to to come here I was like due for my period my stomach was hurting my head was thumping I felt so tired my agents were texting me a bunch of stuff I just felt really overwhelmed and all my brain could think was meditate and go and stand on the grass Mm. I didn't do either because I (laughs) cried and you made me feel better but if I was alone that's what I probably would have done yeah yeah what's some other things that you do um I think I like to I like to bring it back to am I safe Mm -hmm. like is anyone hurting me am I safe and I actually just imagine my brain going, anxiety, real life. Mm-hmm. Or I imagine my anxiety as a cloud passing by. And I'm like, I'm anxious right in this moment. It's going to pass. Mm-hmm. You're never in one emotional state for too long. So it's fine. I don't let it get the better of me most of the time. I just think, look, sometimes I'm happy. Sometimes I'm sad. Sometimes I'm angry. I'm anxious right now. I honor it. And then I just let it pass. Which is so smart because, and it is hard sometimes when you're feeling anxious because you feel like it's going to stick there forever. Or if you're mm. feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling a bit lost. It's like you literally, your brain convinces you, this is you now. Yeah. Doom and gloom. But you have to remember, like remember back to, mo- rem- I think back to another moment I felt really anxious and I thought it would never end. And then yeah. I thought back to a moment the next day, say that I was happy again. Mm. So it is, it's, it is a past it is a cloud passing by. And I think a lot of shame comes mm. with anxiety. Like I feel like, especially when you're in public for me, if I've got anxiety, like I wish I had sunnies if I didn't, like I don't want anyone to see me in this state. And mm. like, even if you're, you know, hanging out with a bunch of friends, like, you know, you kind of want to just like close your eyes and like be somewhere else. Like you don't want to be there. So I think not letting like the shame, shameful feelings get in the way as well because that can make you more anxious and make you panic more and be like how do I get out of this it makes you feel like you're a bit trapped in a room vibe that's why I tell people yeah say I'm in a group because my anxiety makes me act a bit funny I'm Mm. a bit like uh, disassociated I'm like not very present I Mm. could come across a bit rude I just say tell people because I'll go a bit more quiet I'll be like oh I'm sorry I'm just feeling a bit anxious right now a bit overwhelmed like it's just been a big day or like I'm just and it's just so they know. Yeah. Because then it ticks off one last thing in my head thinking, oh, they're, like, they're thinking I'm being rude yeah. or whatever. But anyways, wow. What a random episode. I know. I need a pee so bad. We've ticked off. We've covered quite a lot of random shit. I know. I wonder how long this app goes for. I think it's like 40 something. But wow. that's that's our little life update. That's my ADHD little chat. And um, yeah, any feedback we always love. You can DM us about some topics you want us to cover mm-hmm. about all of that stuff and or just how you're feeling right now 
would love to hear. Yeah, we're always open to hearing how you guys deal with things too because mm -hmm. we obviously have very similar ways of dealing with things. Mm. So it's interesting to see. I'm always open to trying other tools basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, thank you guys so much for listening. Yes, thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode and the new little, what do we, what do we call it in London? Gaff. And enjoy our new gaff. Oh my God, in the new gaff. Yeah. I wish it was our new gaff. We're it's about our to temporary do, gaff. It's our temporary gaff, but we love her. Um, we're about to do another ep too, so don't worry. We're not going too far. All right. Love you See guys. You Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.